Hey y'all! Welcome to another episode of What Do I Know, where pop culture meets politics. Um, welcome back. Um, I know I owed you guys an episode last week because I'm trying to put out an episode every week, but last week I actually went on vacation. I went to LA. It was uh, my birthday trip. Very fun trip, y'all. I really enjoyed LA. Like that was my first time in my whole life <laughs> going to the West Coast. In my whole 27 years, I have I had never been to the West Coast. So I decided my 27th birthday was as good a time as any to go. And so I went. And um, I don't know if I have any listeners that live in California or live in LA, but I can tell you, y'all got it good. LA was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed it. Um, I It was a solo trip. I went alone, which I really do encourage everyone at one point in time to do a solo trip. Like, you will not regret it. I travel... I've. This is actually my second solo trip. I went to Chicago for my 25th birthday in 2020. Literally, right before the pandemic hit, January 2020, I went to Chicago by myself. And that was not really as much fun. Honestly, I'm not going to lie. Like, Chicago was... I, I think I need to go again in the summertime. But LA was a lot of fun. And so, yeah, like I was saying, like, I really do encourage everyone to go solo. I know it's very nerve wracking. I've seen a lot of women online seeing how they're, you know, very nervous about going alone. <clears throat> Rightfully so. The world is full of crazy people, especially men. But, you know, I would say that if men or women, <clears throat> I would definitely encourage everyone to travel solo, especially if like you're the kind of person that you want to visit somewhere, but you don't have anyone to go with, like. I know some people don't really have as much friends or their friends are not as open to traveling, so they don't travel. But if you really know you want to travel, just go, you know? I will say be very careful, um, especially, again, as a woman, you have to definitely be on guard. You have to be very... Just keep your eyes open. You can't... You, you should just be always be alert. But I'm telling you, it'll be worth it, you know? You only have one life to live. And at the end of your life, you don't want to, you know, think back on your life and think, damn, I wish I could have gone to those places that I wanted to go to, you know? So that's why I just decided to say fuck it and go. Normally I travel with my sister, me and her are kind of travel buddies, but um, I decided to just do it alone. So yeah, LA was a lot of fun. Um, I visited the beach. I went to two beaches, Manhattan Beach and um, Santa Monica Beach, (laughs) both of them beautiful beaches. I have to say, I did like Man- the Manhattan Beach a little bit better, I think because that beach is a little more further out, and so there weren't as many, like, tourists there, and, like, I know Manhattan Beach also is, like, where a lot of, like, rich millionaire celebrities' homes were, so you could see all their homes, like, right next to the beach, it was pretty cool, um, and I just loved it, you know, that was the first time in my life I've ever even been to the beach, I'd never been to the beach before, <sighs> and I have to tell you that it was gorgeous like I loved it like just being near the water it was very calming um you know next time I go I'm definitely gonna wear have a bathing suit I literally just like went to the beach in fucking um vans (laughs) like I wasn't even wearing sandals because I thought it was gonna be a little bit colder than it was so I wasn't even wearing sandals but it was still a very enjoyable experience um I also went to Rodeo Drive that was pretty cool it looks just like TV just as beautiful you know tons of super expensive designers everywhere I didn't even dare to go into any of the stores because they have security 
all of the stores had security like right in front of the stores and i like i was dressed so plain i like just looking at me they could probably tell that i couldn't afford to get anything there so i didn't even try to go into any of the stores i also i'm not really a window shopper if i'm not gonna buy it i don't even want to look at it so i didn't go inside any of them but i did just like kind of look at walk up and down rodeo um and it was really just beautiful it was clean you know they have palm trees there and it was nice um i did not see a lot of celebrities i really only saw athletes so i saw austin rivers who is a basketball player i think he's playing for the denver nuggets this season and so and funny enough i've actually been i'm not like a huge basketball person but i did play basketball so i do know a lot of the players and i've actually been like keeping up with Austin Rivers for years, like for a long time since he first got into the league. So it was actually funny to see him in real life. I was like, wow, he looked exactly like he does, you know, on TV. Um, I also went to a Lakers game. They played, I don't even know who the fuck they played, but that was fun. So I saw LeBron in real life. That was really cool. He is balding. I did not realize LeBron was balding. I don't know why he doesn't just shave it off because it looks awful sorry like his hair was like I don't know it just doesn't look good I really think he needs to just go ahead and shave it off I mean I know a lot of men especially like because he's pretty young he's not even 40 yet but I mean if you're already balding you're already balding like you can't help genetic go ahead and shave that thing off because it's looking a little weird but yeah so I saw LeBron I saw Russell Westbrook um who else I'm missing someone that I saw that's a famous athlete as well on the Lakers. Dwight Howard. I saw Dwight Howard. <sighs> there is someone I'm forgetting, and I don't know why I'm forgetting them. But yeah, so I saw all of them. That was pretty cool. And I, because I had pretty good seats to the game, I was like in the, you know, w- row 106 or something. It was pretty close to them. I could see them pretty well. It was really cool, really exciting. The Lakers, of course, if you have been keeping track of the NBA season, have not been doing well at all. And this game was no different. They lost. I can't even, I can't remember what team they played. I don't remember what team they played. I want to say it was like the Minnesota Tim- Timberwolves. Is that? I don't know. But I don't know what's up with the Lakers. Oh, Carmelo Anthony. That's who I'm forgetting. I saw Car- Carmelo. That was pretty cool. I don't want to get too sports talky because this isn't really a sports podcast, but... I don't know what's going on with the Lakers, but they need to get it together. They had, I mean, everybody had really high hopes for them. They literally built a super team. But in my opinion, I think it was a super team of old men. I mean, in the grand scheme of life, they're not old. Like, mid-30s is not old, but in sports world, that's old. They're playing against 18-year-olds. Like, I mean, that's almost half their age. So, yeah, it's a little painful to watch. It's almost like watching the Wizards, Washington Wizards. But anyway, yeah, so I saw them... Went to a Lakers game, um, Rodeo, went to Beverly Hills. That was beautiful walking around there. Um, where else did I go? I did, did see the Hollywood Walk of Fame, but I didn't really walk around there too much. I tried Fat Burger and In-N-Out. <laughs> you know, In-N-Out is only on the West Coast and I think some parts of the South. Like, I think it's in Texas, but we don't have it at all on the East Coast. So I've never had it before and I've always wanted to try it because I always see it like you know, on Twitter and stuff. And I can tell you for a fact that shit is overrated. First of all, Fat Burger was disgusting. <laughs> like, I don't think Fat Burger is as known. Fat Burger was not good. It was really salty and it just, it wasn't good. I literally spit it out. I didn't even eat it. And for me to not eat something, especially a burger, you know it's not good. Okay? That shit was disgusting. 
Um, but the shake was okay, I guess. I got a strawberry milkshake. Then I had in and out the next day. That was just okay. I had it with, um, I got the animal style fries, which is literally just like cheese and some type of sauce thing. Again, it was just overrated. I was like, this is not good. And people told me that it's overrated, but I was like, well, I want to try for myself. And they were right. <sighs> um, yeah. So yeah, I had a really good time. I low-key made a friend, me and the front desk person um, hit it off. She was like a really cool girl, really cool black girl. And um, we hit it off. We were supposed to like have lunch and stuff, but like that didn't work out. So, um, you know, if you're listening, girl, next time I'm in LA, we should definitely meet up again. Because I definitely plan on going to LA again. Um, I really want, I want to go to California again in general because I want to visit all the other really famous cities like San Diego and San Francisco. So I would definitely be going to California again. I encourage everyone on the East Coast who has never been to go. California is really a lot of fun. Um, And likewise, if you're on the West Coast, you've never been to the East Coast, come and visit, you know? It was funny because a lot of the Uber drivers, when I told them like, oh yeah, I'm from Virginia, they were like, Virginia? Wow, I never never been to Virginia before and I was like yeah it's pretty far away not as fun as here um so yeah I did that last week that was a lot of fun so now I'm back back to the bullshit back to work and all that shit so yeah okay so let's get right into it I'm not gonna do any politics this time either because I'm not gonna lie I don't really feel like talking about politics (laughs) y'all now that Trump's out of office I don't, it's not a lot of stuff that I really want to talk about. And thinking about politicians just makes my blood boil and pisses me off because it, it just does. But maybe next episode, because the podcast is called Politics, Pop Culture Meets Politics. So maybe I'll get into it next week. But this week, we're just going to focus on the celebrities. Okay. So first off, we actually have a lot to talk about. These celebrities have been acting a fool since my last episode. So, the first topic we're going to talk about is, um, so about two weeks ago, this podcast called Fresh and Fit, never heard of these people, it's ran by two men, uh, I don't even know what the fuck their names are, one of them's name is Myron Gaines, I don't know what the other guy's name is, but it's two men, (coughs) and... Their podcast came under fire recently because the rapper Asian Doll was on there. And, you know, the one guy, Myron, was getting, you know, kind of rude with her. being You know, basically being a dick. And so they came under fire for that. Then um, some of the comments that they've made in the past about black women um, came out. And so, of course, people were going in on them on Twitter and all over social media and Instagram. Some, you know, other famous, you know, celebrities came out to kind of try to defend black women and, you know, curse them out, whatever, whatever. And so let me play you guys the clip of what these wonderful uh, men said. Mind you, they are both black men. One of them, I think, is like half Middle Eastern. um, And the other one is full black. So let me just play you this clip of them talking about black women. Uh, you know, sometimes if they're, you know, red bone, but like in general, me and Fresh uh, don't dabble in the dark. 
you know what I'm saying. Yep. Uh, okay. So last one, guys. Uh, now we're not gonna mention names for certain reasons, right? Yes, yes. For a bunch of. Okay. So I don't know if y'all heard that, but I can kind of quote it. So basically, the one guy, the games one said, "Hey, bro, if you want to date a bunch of Shaniquas, go for it, man." The other one chimes in and he goes, "Laquisha," and they say a bunch of other stuff. Now, of course, it caused an uproar on Twitter. And when I first heard about it, I just sighed. I really did. I did a deep sigh because it's not surprising. Like, they are not the first, they're not the first black men to, you know, berate and talk shit about black women and say stupid, ignorant shit like that. But it's just sad and tiring. It really is. And what's really interesting is the men that make these comments, the black men that make these comments are the darkest motherfuckers you'll ever meet in life. Like the one guy, the the other one that I don't know what his name is, that one is darker than a fucking chalkboard. Okay. You turn out the lights, that motherfucker is going to disappear. So it's funny that his black ass can actually make these comments about black women and you look the way you do, you know, like, you know, in case like some of you don't know, but in the black community, it's very common for a lot of self-hating black men to make very, you know, just awful comments about black women, how they don't date black women, how we're Shanique, you heard what they said, Shanique was and all that offensive stuff. And, you know, mind you, I don't have a problem with interracial dating. I really like, I don't care if you, if your type Cause a lot of them like to say my type, I like them white and I like them light. I don't really care where I have a problem and where a lot of other black women have a problem is when you start to degrade black women while saying that you don't, that you like white girls. So this is what I'm talking about. So I grew up in a predominantly white area. A lot of the black guys around here, when I was growing up, you know, did not like black girls and they didn't hide it. I remember when I was like in early high school, maybe even middle school, I can't remember what grade it was. There was a Facebook group created by black men, black boys at the time. And the Facebook group was literally called snow bunnies or no bunnies, meaning they only date black girls or white girls. And so the thing is, like I said, most black women, we don't really have a problem with black men dating white women or non-black women. It is what it is. Where we have a problem is when you guys say and do things like this, make comments like this about your own woman. That is where the problem comes in. Like it's literally the most ignorant, stupidest thing you could ever do. And I always notice it's like darker skinned black men that do it. I have never seen a, I'm not gonna say, I'm sure they're out there, but you don't really see light skinned men or mixed guys saying weird comments like that. So that's why I, I'm sorry. I just have to say it's kind of a self-hating thing. And also if you think about it, if your dad had had this kind of ignorant, stupid ass attitude that you have, your dumbass wouldn't even be here right now to make this dumbass comment. So, you know, when I saw it, I was just kind of like, I just sighed and kept it pushing because it's just such an ignorant thing to say, but it's not surprising. A lot of them think like that and it's just sad. And yeah, that's all I'm going to say about that. Anyway, next up, we're going to talk about our homegirl. Chloe Kardashian. So, whew, good old Chloe. So, if you guys don't know, um, if y'all don't know, Tristan Thompson, a woman came out about two or three weeks ago 
and claimed that, you know, Tristan is the father of her son. Um, you know, that Tristan is father. I think at the time the girl was pregnant, she was like, Tristan is the dad, whatever, whatever. So of course this made headlines because once again, Tristan Thompson has been caught cheating. If you have been keeping up with Chloe and Tristan, you know that Tristan has been cheating on Chloe since the dawn of their fucking relationship. Like just two years ago, they were in the news because Tristan, you know, I guess was messing around with um, Kylie's ex-best friend, Jordan Woods. And so here we go again. Tristan has cheated and has fathered a son. And, you know, when I guess the paternity test came out and said that, you know, he's a dad, he went on his Instagram story, okay? This man puts on his Instagram story like he's a junior in high school. So apologize to Chloe. Um, let me see if I can find what he said. He said, okay, here's some of it. He said, I sincerely apologize to everyone I've hurt or disappointed throughout this ordeal, both publicly and privately. Chloe, you don't deserve this. You don't deserve the the heartache and humiliation I have caused you. You don't deserve the way I have treated you over the years. My actions certainly have not lined up with the way I view you. I have the utmost respect and love for you, regardless of what you think. Again, I am so incredibly sorry. <sighs> Again, I sighed because y'all, I am just so fucking tired of Christian or sorry, Tristan and this Chloe shit. I really am. I wish it would joke. I wish the whole damn family would leave us fuck alone, but I really wish Chloe and Tristan would leave us alone. This is like the 80th time that this guy has gotten caught cheating and it's exhausting. But do I feel sorry for Chloe? I ask myself, or you guys may ask me, do you feel sorry for Chloe, Iffy? Let me think about that. Fuck no. I don't feel sorry for her stupid ass. Let me tell you something Chloe Kardashian is an idiot. I just, I have to put it out there, okay? She, okay, saying she's an idiot might be a little harsh, but she, first of all, you get them how you lose them. Chloe and her sisters are known for taking their friends' men or just men in general that are in relationships, so there's that. Um, also, Chloe seems to have the lowest of just the low self-esteem, um, and I kind of used to feel bad for her because, you know, people used to call her the ugly sister. She looks nothing like everybody else. She's tall as fuck. She doesn't have black hair. And she's just not as, like, pretty as her sisters. But honestly, I don't even think all the sisters are pretty. To me, Kim and Kendall are the only pretty ones. I'm going to be real. They're the only pretty ones in that whole family. Especially Kim. Kim is, like, grade A beautiful woman. Even with all the surgery she's had, she's a really beautiful woman. Then Kendall. Kendall's not bad. Even though she seems to have the personality of a fucking, like, piece of spaghetti that's uncooked. But her face is nice. She's pretty. The rest of them are not even all that. Kylie? What? What? Have you seen Kylie pre the lip injections? Please. And Courtney is just okay. Courtney looks just like... I don't know. Courtney's just okay. She's not... To me, she's not even that pretty. But anyway, back to Chloe. The whole situation is just tiring. I just really want both of them to leave us the fuck alone because she's just going to take him back like she did the last time he cheated on her. Like I said, this is not the first time that Chloe has cheated or that Tristan has cheated on Chloe. And let me tell you, it will not be the last. Um, there's actually speculations that they're most likely still together. Um, I don't know if Chloe has actually come out to really say anything. And if I were her, I would just be quiet because there's nothing she can say. You know, girls like Chloe with low self-esteem, 
they're just going to keep taking him back. It's sad, but, and, and Tristan knows that. That's why he keeps doing what he's doing. So yeah, but where I also got annoyed was when the whole situation happened with Tristan and Jordan Woods, Chloe literally was like on a rampage trying to embarrass Jordan. She tweeted to Jordan about how Jordan ruined her family. You know, I remember that season of the Kardashians, most of the storyline was about Jordan and they essentially really just tried to ruin the girl and ruin her reputation and try to ruin whatever little career she had. Um, it's what they did not, what they did not realize is that Jordan is not just some regular girl. Jordan actually has connections. Her family is really close with Will Smith, Will and Jada Smith. So, um, you know, they, they were not successful in, I mean, I wouldn't even say Jordan really has any type of career, tangible career. I, I don't think so, but they definitely tried to ruin homegirl, but they were not successful. And Chloe just ended up looking like a fucking idiot. And I'm sorry, I just have to side-eye a woman that when their men cheat, they immediately blame the girl. Like, you look like a clown. You you look like a clown, you know? Like, that new TikTok sound goes, I don't know if y'all are on TikTok, but I'm obsessed with TikTok. There's a new TikTok sound that goes, ooh, tomatoes, tomatoes, I'm throwing tomatoes. That's me with Chloe, okay? Chloe and Tristan and the stupid-ass, you know, relationship thing that they have. The only person I feel sorry for in this whole situation is True, their beautiful daughter, because she has two bozos for parents. So good luck with whatever's going on with you, Chloe and Tristan, okay? Um, so next up, I kind of wanted to go back to that topic I was talking about earlier with those two clown podcasters and their comments on black women. Another thing that I wanted to address with that, I forgot to mention this, is <clears throat> it's funny when a lot of black men that don't date black women and like to say why they don't date black women but when a black woman dates outside of their race they have so much to say about that when i'm on tiktok there's a lot of interracial couples on tiktok and i always notice that the interracial couples where the woman is black and the man is not whether he's white or hispanic or whatever you won't see a bunch of black men just commenting all kinds of ignorant ass shit but when it's the other way around and the man is black and the woman is non-black Oh, they get all the praise in the world. So I just think that that's really interesting that when we as black women decide to date outside our race and find love outside our race, since men in our race don't seem to want to love us, it's a problem. But anyway, that's a whole nother very much deeper conversation that we'll have a different time. Okay, next up, we're going to talk about um, Jamie Lynn Spears. So if y'all don't know, I think I talked about this in my last episode or one or two episodes ago, but our girl Britney Spears has finally been let out of her conservatorship. Um, if y'all don't know, she Britney was in a conservatorship for like fucking 13 years since like 2008, 2009. And a conservatorship, to sum it up, is basically like this like legal thing where a grown adult literally has no control of their life. They literally cannot make any moves without like you know, running it by the person that's like in charge of their conservatorship. So that's what Brittany was stuck in. She, like as a grown 30 something year old woman, she couldn't do anything unless her dad okayed it. Cause he's the one that is like in charge of her conservatorship. <clears throat> so, you know, after, you know, a couple years of the free Brittany movement and it being exposed, what was going on, um, Brittany has finally been cleared and she finally has full control of her life and her most importantly, her money. And so, of course, 
all her family members are running for the hills and trying to clear their name and all this stuff. And so, because Britney's not playing with them. Like, apparently Britney wants to sue them. She wants to take all the legal action. I honestly think she should take criminal action because the way that her family did her and they were definitely stealing her money, this is should be criminal. But, um, yeah, so basically, Jamie Lynn Spears, who is Britney Spears' younger sister, um, she's not even close to as iconic as her, sis- as her older sister. Literally, Jamie Lynn Spears most biggest accomplishment was her show Zoe 101 and I'm not gonna lie I did love Zoe 101 that was my show back when I was like in middle school but she wasn't even the most memorable character on that show she was actually the most boring and stupidest character everybody else outshined her but she was just a star because her sister was Britney Spears anyway so Jamie Lynn um went on Good Morning America on Wednesday to discuss you know, the whole situation with Britney and to also promote her, you know, bullshit book that nobody's going to fucking buy because why the fuck are you writing a book? Who are you? Nobody cares about you or your life or your fake stop story. Um, I think she basically just went on GMA to try to clear her name because people are saying that, you know, she had a hand in the conservatorship. Why didn't she try to help Britney? You know, things like that, which of course... Jamie is denying saying that she didn't really have anything to do with it she did try to give her sister resources blah blah fucking blah um Brittany replied to the interview um and said let me see what did Brittany say because they've been kind of going back and forth on social media um it says okay Jamie Lynn explained on Good Morning America that she had always been her sister's biggest supporter and claimed that she went at her for a way to help Britney win the battle over her conservatorship um <clears throat> what the f- I'm trying to find where Britney uh replied here Britney let's see said Okay, so after, okay, the article says, after initially rolling her eyes at the GMA interview, Brittany changed track and fiercely accused her younger sister of trying to sell a book at my expense. And the Thursday statement posted to Twitter, the pop star exoriated Jamie Lynn as a scum person writing, my sister was a baby. She never had to work for anything. Everything was given to her. Hope your book does well, Jamie Lynn. Um, unquote. Um, Brittany went on to say that her family ruined her dreams 100 billion percent and that they try to make her look great try to make her look like the crazy one um Jamie Lynn of course replied and denounced Brittany's claims and said it's absolutely not true (laughs) basically Jamie Lynn is trying to backtrack um you know how I feel about it is I am 100% on Brittany Spears' side I definitely think that Jamie Lynn knew exactly what was going on because another thing she claimed in the interview is that she didn't even know what a conservatorship was. She didn't understand what was going on. Well, obviously she wasn't the main person involved in the conservatorship. I think it was her dad. Jamie Lynn, you definitely could have tried to do more to help your sister get free of that fucking conservatorship. I don't know what kind of sister that is. Obviously, the reason why you did not try to help Brittany get free is because you were profiting and benefiting off of her being in the conservatorship. The whole family was. The mom, the dad, the sister, the brother, the cousins, everybody was profiting off of Brittany being in that conservatorship. That's why none of them tried to free her from it. They were all eating off of her. Because let's keep it real, Jamie Lynn, how are you making money? 
Zoe 101 went off the year air 10 years ago because your stupid ass went and got pregnant and the damn show got canceled because you couldn't keep your legs closed. So what money are you getting? You're obviously benefiting off of Britney. So I don't believe anything she says. Her going on G- G- Good Morning America is not a good look. I don't know if she tries to go on it to think that she would look more innocent, but you really just look guilty as fuck and um, nobody feels sorry for you. If anything, it just made things worse. You should have just kept quiet like everybody else. I don't know why she thought that was a good idea. I don't know why she's writing a book. It might do well just because people are nosy, but I don't even see what secret she could be spilling. For one thing, Britney Spears is not <laughs> a very private person. Her whole life is exposed to the media, so... I don't know what kind of fake secrets Jamie could possibly spill that we don't already know about her. But good luck with that book, sis. Um, yeah, I'm just, I'm happy that Brittany's free. But, you know, I just think it's sad that her whole family did that to her. You know, especially like her sister. Like, I have a sister and I can't even imagine if God forbid I was in that type of situation. And my sister was just sitting there watching me struggle and I mean Brittany said that conservatorship was hell they were basically drugging her making her take all kinds of medication because they wanted her to seem crazy I mean it was a nightmare you know I mean I can't I don't even know how Brittany is still like able to like post on Instagram and be happy after what she went through because it's not even like she went through that with like some stranger or like her husband did that to her that was her own family her mom her dad her brother her sister I mean, just awful, you know? And thinking back on it, I remember the media just making Britney seem crazy. You know, I remember when she cut her hair off. I think I was like in eighth grade when that happened. And now that I'm a grown adult, I think I'm actually about the same age she was when that happened. I could 100% understand why, why Britney did that. All right, y'all. Anyway, so next up, um, let's see, what's next? After that, we talk about, um, so earlier in the month, like literally at the beginning of the month, Virginia, we got like the DMV area, but I live specifically in Virginia. We got hit with snow, which was crazy because we normally don't get snow this early in the year or that early in the year, like the beginning of January. That was crazy. Um, normally we start getting snow like towards the end of January, February, March, and it's normally not a lot of snow, but I guess, you know, mother nature said enough of that shit. I'm coming in the beginning of the month. So we had a pretty major snow event earlier in the month. And unfortunately a bunch of drivers got stuck on a major highway, I-95, um, and they were stuck. It was like, I think hundreds of vehicles stuck on I-95 for like over 24 hours. You know, people were just stuck in their cars. People ran out of gas. It was a really crazy thing that happened. Um, you know, and it was scary because there was people there with kids, you know, people with medical needs, people's cars are running out of gas. It's winter time. So, you know, you need heat. People were like freezing. It was crazy. I don't think anyone died, but it was a very, you know, just awful event that happened. And to this day, I really cannot even understand why that happened. 
I'm, I, I really don't know why that happened. I'm trying to, like, I've been trying to read and nobody's really giving a reason other than yes to snow, but like we get snow all the time. I don't know why. It's just hard to understand why that happened, but thankfully, you know, the people are free now and you know, whatever, but that was really scary. My heart goes out to everybody that was trapped there, but that's exactly why when it snows, my black ass stays in the house. I don't know why people try to go out when it snows. I really don't. When it snows, if it's going to snow, I try not to go anywhere. I was actually thinking today, because it snowed today, about how a couple, like literally last year, um, I used to work at this rec center and for whatever godforsaken reason, it would stay open when it snowed. I do not understand why rec centers open while it's snowing. And so, of course, we were required to be there. And um, my parents' house, I used to live with my parents, they live kind of like way out there. So, I I mean, when it snowed, I really tried not to have to drive anywhere because it's kind of scary. So, I remember I'd have to like scramble and look for people to take my shift because we were required to come. And if you couldn't come, you, you had to... Um, find someone to take your shift. I mean, that shit was fucking ridiculous. I don't know why we couldn't just shut down. How is a rec center important? Why would anybody need to come on the elliptical in the middle of snow? Like that shit was crazy. I'm I'm so glad I'm done with that. But anyway, so yeah, shout out to the people that was stuck on I-95. I'm glad everybody's okay now. And yeah. Okay. Next up, I'm going to talk about rapper Jim Jones. So, if you don't know who Jim Jones is, he's a rapper. He was in the group Dipset back in the early 2000s. Um, They had, you know, some pretty big hits back then. He had some hits of his own. He had that song Ballin' back in 08. Remember that song? We fly high, no lie, you know this. Ballin'. That was Jim Jones. So, a couple weeks ago, Jim Jones was on um, the podcast. I think it was uh, Lip lip service which is Angela Yee who is a well-known I don't fucking know what her title would be but she's on the breakfast club and so she has her own podcast called lip service where they talk about you know sex and whatever with different celebrities and wannabe celebrities like reality tv show stars so Jim Jones was on there and he said some pretty eye-opening comments okay Um, so Jim Jones, basically, let me quote what he said. Um, he said, Jones said his mother was very open when it come, came to discussing sex and relationships when he was growing up. Jim Jones said, quote, I learned my sex education from my mother. She told, she told me everything about sex, my first condoms, everything like that. My mom taught me how to kiss when I was younger. End quote. So then Angela, Yee tries to specify and she's like, what do you mean by kiss? Or something like that. And Jim Jones literally goes, quote, it wasn't no instructions. She showed me with her mouth. (laughs) And so, of course, everybody in the room was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Are you saying that your mom was making out with you? And so Jim Jones, he continued and he goes, it's my mother. She showed me how to tongue kiss when I was younger. My mom was 17. She was a baby. Look at all the babies that's having babies now. And look how they act with their babies. It's like they have a little sister or brother more than they have a child. End quote. So, after you made that comment, of course, everybody on Twitter and social media were like, what in the actual fuck? Why? Number one, it's bad enough that that even happened to you. But the fact that you would even 
tell anybody that is just like crazy. So of course he tried to backtrack after he saw that everybody was going crazy. He tried to backtrack and, you know, because, you know, everybody started analyzing it, talking about, oh my God, he was sexually assaulted by his mom. Da-da-da-da-da. You know, Jim Jones tried to backtrack and say, you know, uh, oh, and, you know, for your information, it wasn't no tonguing down. It was a way of showing you how, how to tongue, you know, blah, 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 blah. Just basically saying that everybody's blowing it out of proportion. When I first heard about it, I'm not, I was super grossed out. I'm not going to lie to you. I thought that was very weird. Um, and if you keep track of Jim Jones and his mom, if anybody used to watch Love and Hip Hop New York when they were on there back in the day, you know that Jim Jones has been in, involved with a woman named Chrissy for like maybe 20 years. They're not married, but they've been involved with each other. And Jim Jones's mom has never liked Chrissy. And after he made that comment, it all makes sense. You know, there's a lot of moms out there that have a weird, like, relationships with their son. Like, they're literally in love with their own son. Um, And it's just really weird. And him making that comment kind of put everything together as to why his mom acts the way he does towards him. Um, and I know he's trying to act like it wasn't a big deal, but it was kind of, it is kind of a big deal. And it's it's extremely weird. And I don't know. People are trying to say that he was sexually assaulted. I don't know if that's sexual assault, but it's definitely weird. And if God forbid that ever happened to me, I would have taken that shit to the grave. I would have never told anybody that that happened to me, especially not on a podcast that millions of people listen to. But it's obvious that Jim did not realize that that was a weird thing. I think that was another aspect to it. I don't think he realized that that's a weird thing. I think he thought it was normal, so I think that's why he felt comfortable saying it. And once he saw everybody's reaction, he realized, oh, this isn't normal. But, yeah, um, you know, good luck to him. Uh, (laughs) I hope he gets the help he needs if he does need help. So, there's that. Okay, um, next up, I'm going to talk about good old Jason Derulo. If y'all know Jason Derulo, he's a singer and a TikTok star. (laughs) Like, I'm sorry. I just do not really take Jason Derulo seriously. I've never really liked any of his songs or music. He had a couple big hits back in the day, like back when I was like in high school and like early college. He hasn't really had a hit in a long time. He's kind of more well known now for acting like an idiot on TikTok. Um, And so recently Jason Derulo was in Vegas and two fans were like, you know, heckling him, whatever. And they called him Usher. <laughs> and so uh, Jason attacked them and, you know, basically physically assaulted them and attacked them. Uh, everybody's trying to make it seem it was specifically because he they called him Usher. But I think it was just because they were bothering him. And them calling him Usher was just one of the things that like probably set him off. Um, because I don't know why Jason would be offended by being called Usher. Yes, you're not Usher, but Usher is a legend. And the fact that these men would even call you that, I don't know if I would attack them for it. I think I would just be like, thank you, but I'm not Usher. But, you know, it is what it is. So I think the men are suing him or something. Yeah. So there's that. Um, next up, we have a bunch of birthdays for Capricorn season. Um, first up, I want to wish... Blue Ivy Carter, 
who is the beautiful daughter of Beyonce and Jay-Z, their first daughter. She turned 10 years old on January 7th. And when I tell y'all that, I was about to cry thinking about the fact that Blue is 10 years old. Like, anyone that knows me knows that I'm a big Beyonce fan. I've been a Beyonce fan for years. I literally remember the day that Beyonce uh, announced she was pregnant at the VMAs in 2011. I remember it like it was yesterday. After singing Love on Top, and she took off her little vest thing and dropped the microphone and started rubbing her stomach. Like, that was an iconic moment. I remember it like it was yesterday. And the fact that that was 11 years ago or almost 11 years ago. And then I remember the day Blue was born. And I remember when they finally showed us pictures of her. That was just so emotional because, like, she's 10 years old. She's a whole decade. It also made me emotional because it means I'm getting old because Blue was born the year that I graduated high school. I'm class of 2012, shout out to 2012. And so that means that in six months, it will be 10 years since I graduated high school, which is crazy. Like time literally flies. I can't believe I was in high school 10 years ago. (sighs) I remember one time on Twitter, they were talking about, would you... If you got paid a million dollars, would you ever go back to high school? You would have to pay me a hundred million dollars for me to go back to high school. I did not enjoy high school at all. I went to two different high schools and I hated both of them. (laughs) I just, I would never go back to high school. It was not fun. Um, My high school reunion is coming up and I'm probably not going just because I only liked like four people in my graduating class and I really don't care to see nor do I give a fuck what any of the rest of them are doing with their lives. Like, I just feel like in this social media time, why would we still have high school reunions? Anybody that I even care to know what they're still doing, I follow them on Instagram or Facebook. Everybody else can go to hell because I don't give a fuck what you're doing and I don't want to see you. So, yeah, probably not going to go, but shout out to class of 2012. So, yeah, happy birthday to Blue Ivy Carter. I hope you had a wonderful 10th birthday. You are growing up right before our eyes and I can't take it. Okay, next up, I want to wish Mary J. Blige, the legend, the incomparable Mary J. Blige. She turned 51. And can I just say that Mary J. Blige looks fucking beautiful. She looks banging. Her body is banging, face on points. She just looks so good. Every time you see her, she looks better than the last time. I mean, beautiful. You know, and you know, she she finally divorced that loser-ass husband of hers, so she's really just living her best life. She doesn't have any children. I mean, she's just, Mary J. Blige is a legend. I love her. I love her music. I almost saw her in concert a couple months ago, but I ended up not going. So I'm hoping that she does another concert this year because I have to see her in person before the year is over. So um, shout out to Mary J., Happy 51st birthday, fellow Capricorn queen. Um, Next up, who else's birthday? Somebody else's birthday. It's a couple famous Capricorns. Oh, Chicago West, um, the daughter of who? Who's her parents? Kim Kardashian and uh, Kanye. The uh, Chicago's their second daughter, third child. She turned four today. When I tell y'all that I could not believe my ears when they said four, I thought that girl was two years old. I can't believe she's already four. Wow, time flies. She is so beautiful too. I'm not even gonna lie. I think she's the best looking child out of the four of them. Actually, honestly, out of all the kids, 
all, all the cousins. Chicago is hands down the most beautiful one. She is so gorgeous. She looks just like her mom, Kim, which is why she's the prettiest one. So yeah, happy fourth birthday. I'm not a huge Kardashian fan, but I do love their kids. I think their kids are so cute and, you know, they do a good job with them. So yeah, happy birthday. Um, happy birthday to Regina King, another Capricorn queen. I think she also turned 50 or 51. Um, going back to Chicago, there's actually some drama with Chicago, of course, because she is a Kardashian. Um, so her wonderful drama-filled daddy, Kanye West, who has been in the headlines recently. Um, so yesterday they had a birthday party for Chicago and Stormy, who is Kylie's daughter with Travis Scott. They had a joint birthday because, um, they're both turning four, even though Stormy's birthday is until February. So I think it's a little interesting that they combine the birthdays, but I mean, I think they're only a couple weeks apart. So yeah. So they had a joint fourth birthday for the two girls and Kanye being Kanye, uh, made a video, put it out on the internet about how, you know, he's trying to go to his daughter's birthday party and he doesn't know where it is. He was never given the address, blah, blah, blah. I didn't even watch the whole video. I just rolled my eyes because you know, it's just true Kanye fashion. Why are you telling us this? What the hell are we supposed to do about that? Why don't you call Kim? Why don't you call the many family members that Kim has and find out the address of the birthday party? And I also highly doubt that Kim will purposely not give you the address to the birthday party. But anyway, Kanye has just become incredibly insufferable. As you guys know, him and Kim are divorcing. Like, you didn't see that coming when they even first got married. But anyway, and so, you know, recently Kanye has been seen with a couple girls. Most recently, he's been seen with uh, an actress. I think her name is, like, Julia Fox. And what's funny is, like, people... (laughs) Half of Twitter is like, who the fuck is Julia Fox? The other half of Twitter is like, you guys don't know who Julia Fox is? She was in Uncut Gems. She was in Uncut Gems which is that movie with Adam Sandler that came out a couple years ago. Weird ass movie. I saw it once. I don't ever want to see it again. It was weird. I didn't, I didn't really understand it. Um, but I do remember her in that movie. She played Adam Sandler's like side chick, which, okay. <laughs> like We're supposed to remember that? <laughs> like That was not a very memorable role. Uh, that movie also came out a while ago. Came out like back in 2017 or 2018. It was a long time ago. And what has she done since then? People acting like he's dating, like, fucking some known superstar actress, like Margot Robbie or something. Like, who the fuck is Julia Fox? Like, she's nobody. Get the fuck out of here. So, yeah, that's his new little, you know, girlfriend. They've been going around town. Um, a video actually surfaced a couple days ago. They were hanging out with a couple other celebrities, Madonna, random group of celebrities. It was like Madonna, Kanye. What are those athletes? What's that one athlete that walked out on the field the other day, that football player, whatever, Antonio Brown, the one Floyd Mayweather, a couple other random ass celebrities. They were just all chilling in a room. I don't, it was weird. But anyway... Um, yeah, so I think eventually Kanye got the address because, you know, somebody put up a video of the birthday. They were all there having a good time. You can see Kanye in the background talking with Chris, who is Kim's mom. And also there's another video, a uh, picture of him helping, uh, 
the hell is her name? Chicago break some type of pinata. So he eventually did get the address, but like, it's like in true Kanye, you know, fashion, you gotta be dramatic. I don't even know how Kim put up with him for as long as she did, because he just seems like such an insufferable man. Like, I can't. Anywho, um, let me see here. Is that all? I think that's all we gotta talk about today. Um, yeah, that's about it. So next it's time for Iffy Rants. And my rant today is gonna be a bit of a candid rant. Um, my rant is titled, in 2022, I am getting a boot. Okay? In 2022, this is a year that I get a boot. This is a year that I get a man. I am ready for a booty. Like, let me just be real with y'all. Like, this has to be the year that I get a boyfriend because I am tired. I am tired with a T. Now, I'm 27. I just turned 27. And literally, everywhere I look, somebody my age is getting engaged, is getting married, is in some type of happy relationship. And don't get me wrong, I'm happy for all you bitches. I don't hate on anyone. I'm happy for everybody. Congratulations. But I'm ready for it to be my turn. Okay? Literally. When I was like in my early to mid-20s, I really didn't care about, you know, getting in a relationship or anything because I was so focused on like graduating school. But now that I'm done with school and I'm like, you know, getting my career on track and everything, I would like a boot. The first reason I want a man is because I'm tired of paying for my own stuff. Yesterday, the other day I paid for my nails and that shit was almost 70 fucking dollars. If I had a man, who would be paying for that? Not me. <laughs> like, so that's number one. I'm tired of paying for my own stuff. I'm tired of going to dinner and paying for it myself. Um, and I just really want someone to take cute Instagram pictures with. Like, I feel I deserve that. I really do. I am a catch. I really am. I don't know why I'm single. Because people say I'm single because I'm picky. I'm really not picky. I just know what I want. I know what I want when I see it. I don't want to show... Let me, let me give y'all the list. This is the list that I have for the kind of man that I want. And mind you, I'm very flexible. But this is what I want. Tall. Has to be taller than me. I am 5'10". What the fuck do I look like dating somebody who's 5'6"? I'm supposed to bend down to give him a kiss? Get the fuck out of here. Because people are like... You know, I know some tall, some tall girls, I see that they have decided to give up and they got themselves a little short king. Because I will say short men are very aggressive, <laughs> okay? They don't mind coming up to you, even though they have to look up to talk to you. But sorry, shorty, I need tall. So he has to be tall, not crazy, good credit, good job. I used to say no kids, but it looks like it's a little difficult to get a man at this age with no kids. So I can settle for one child, but the child has to be under five years old. And the mom either has to be dead or in a relationship or married. Because I don't want to hear anything about you guys still hooking up or whatever. Um, What else? Not crazy. That's number one. I do not have time for crazy. Um... Spiritual. You don't have to be super religious, but you definitely have to believe in God and you have to have a good relationship with God. You have to believe in prayer. I don't want no atheists. I don't want to hear how you don't believe in God because that's not going to fly with me at all. Um, What else? I'm not picky about race. I just really would like a black man, but I'm not picky at this point. Whatever. 
I've been seeing a lot of, you know, my fellow beautiful black queens with their little white men and they are deeply in love. So, you know, if God said that my future man is a Caucasian, I'm just going to have to go with it at this point. Anywho, what else? That's about it. Yeah. You know, just not crazy. Tall, good job, good credit. Live in this area. I don't want to do any long distance shit. So yeah, y'all, this year, 2022, I'm getting a boot. That's my mantra this year. I'm telling y'all, that is my mantra. Because this single shit, while I enjoy being single to a certain extent, I definitely would like to experience a boot. So y'all pray for me. If you know anyone, let me know. Um, If you don't know me personally, you could follow me on TikTok. If TikTok is food is love 10, I think something like that. You can follow me on Twitter. I think my Twitter is Nijajaloth1, something like that. And you know, if you know someone or you are that someone, go ahead and shoot your shot. That's another thing I'm not willing to do. I am not shooting my shot. I saw this tweet once about how it makes sense for women to shoot their shot because, you know, most of the time, like, you'll probably, you know, get the guy and you don't have to worry about, you know, creepy guys bothering you because you know that you like that guy. So you're going to shoot the shot. (sighs) While in theory, that's a good idea. In reality, I'm never going to do that. Um, My fear of rejection is too large for me to shoot any type of shot. So that's not happening. So yeah, thank you guys for listening. Hope you enjoyed this episode. Talk to y'all later. Bye.